Thanks for downloading this episode of the Simcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching for the Simcast wherever they get their podcasts. The Simcast on RS1. Hello, everybody, and welcome to simcast your weekly although for me bi-weekly uh look at the sim racing world and lots of other calamitous conversation as is the case can you tell i've been reading comics again there's a bit of too much alliteration there hi i'm matt hunter alongside me as ever is mr stephen wilkerson hello steve hello everyone hello one of these days, you're going to do it properly, be a hello there. Hello there. there go. <laughs> General Hunter. <laughs> General Hunter. Nice, nice of you to drop in. I used to be able to do a really good Grievous impression, but alas, I think that might not work now. Why, does it sound like you were like smoking like 50 a day? <laughs> no, just sometimes it looks like I've got four arms. Oh, right. Fair enough. <laughs> There's people literally going, what? That doesn't work on the radio. Stupid <laughs> boy. Oh, speaking of stupid boy, I must quickly say how sad it is that Ian Lavender, even Ian Lavender, the last of Dad's army, has died. I week. know. I, I did have a, a say, uh, emotional moment to myself when I, I, was, I was like, oh. Yeah, when he, when I read that. It. I have been listening on my way to work. I've been listening to the, he said radio dramas. It's not a drama. The radio productions of uh, Dad's Army that you get on Spotify. Other downloadable platforms are available, but might not have Dad's Army on it. And it's weird because it works just as well. And you don't necessarily think it would. There's a lot of, there's a lot of visual gags in Dad's Army. Um, but when you listen to it, and obviously it's slightly modified for the audio for an audio audience, if you will, unlike this show. Um, uh, what lost my point? Um, you, you sort of realise actually just how damn funny it is, even just just through the words and the clever scripting as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, it's been uh, it's been very I've been very sad. I'm trying to think if it was Ian Lavender or Bill. He said Bill Pertwee. I think that's right. Um, put that light out. Um, the the warden. Um, <laughs> he was a he was a patron of the West Somerset Railway, which is the longest preserved steam railway. It's not very far from me, and I frequented it. Well, many it's times. the longest steam preserved railway for now in the UK until they reunify the. Great Central Railway, and then that's going to be like well, twenty something miles. Well, well, the Great Western, Great Western, the West Somerset Railway is twenty three, twenty four miles at the moment. I'm going to have to Google. Someone will know before. that. One. Some one of one of us is wearing an anorak, and it might be me. Um, I'd love a good steam train. Don't don't uh, I, take uh, that away from me. No. Uh, but I think it'll be longer when they finally um, reconnect to Taunton. Um, which so you can go from my people actually use it to commute, which I think is really cool. 
Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Pe- people in like people who work in like Minehead who live in, uh, in the countryside. Um, you know, there, there are people that actually genuinely commute on the steam train. Obviously, it's not just steam; there are diesels as well. But commute on the West Somerset Railway to work in Minehead. I think that's so cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, obviously not out of season. They don't, so they probably have to drive some of the time. But I still think oh, that's that must be you. that must be awesome. That must be so cool. Yeah, no, it's just it's it's a very cool thing. Um, oh, so anyway, uh, what did we say? Season four, episode five on this, the eighth uh, of February in the year of our emperor, uh, two thousand and twenty-four, otherwise known as. One zero three zero two four M three. Uh, or for those of you of a more uh, federation backing, uh, the star date is seven seven five six seven point seven. Hurrah! And what I love is the fact we were actually recording this, of course, on the seventh. There's a lot of sevens in there. That doesn't normally <laughs> happen. That's... There should have been a nine. Star Trek people would get that joke. Um, anyway, I actually don't get that joke because I'm not a Star Trek salute nine and a rack like seven of nine. Now, captain of the Enterprise G. Nope, I don't think there's many people that are gonna get that. Sometimes I loathe you, um, (laughs) but then occasionally I say something really cool. Occasionally, and, and it's like down with the kids. <laughs> yeah, it's, unlike me, that's very much hip, repla- hip replacement, and with it, yes, yeah, so. <laughs> you're that hip. It's replaced. <laughs> I'm only borderline forty. I'm not there yet. Oh, anyway, um, speaking uh, speaking of things that we need to do before we do anything else, because Ben will beat me over. This is it's the thing, isn't it? Ben's not here this week. How ben is, cope? but well, but well, Ben's well. I I was discombobulated. I won't lie. Uh, after his appearance in our last show, it, it threw me. It threw me for a thingy. Um, I sound more discombobulated this time. Anyway, uh, social media, media. Uh, you could of course uh, contact us on at Simcast Radio using the hashtag Simcast RSL. Um, on. I suppose I should call it X now. It's been quite a long time, isn't it? X-Force. Put X. Um, <laughs> is X-Force a Deadpool thing? Is that X-Force? I, have, I think it is, but isn't it... Um... Oh, no, it's Space Force is the US. You had like, Donald Trump's like... Oh, what you mean when they totally, totally <laughs> didn't copy the, the Starfleet logo? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Space Force. <laughs> God, it's depressing. Um, and also on the uh, Radio Show Listeners Collective on Meta, Facebook, or whatever on Earth it's being identifying as this week. Um, two, you can also... Yoda, is that you? Um, talk to us uh, as a Force ghost, apparently. Um, on... Threads, I think, is also at Simcast Radio, and IG, I believe, is the cool way of saying Insta spam. 
Instagram. Um, Instagram. He's got the gram. Gram. He's got the gram. <laughs> we are not on OnlyFans. Um, nor are we aren't and don't release that. Nor are we basically basically it's the the first ten minutes of the show are free and it's three ninety nine thereafter. <laughs> I was really slow to hearing that and actually understood what you were saying. Then I realised what you actually just said. I was like, all right, fair enough, we're there. The problem is that admits that you know what OnlyFans is. It is. It's a store that sells OnlyFans. Yes, this is it's exactly a really good it shop. Is. It is a very excellent shop. If mm. what you need is cooling apparatus, yes. <laughs> if you need to be cooled you, down, if you don't need to be sweaty, I'm stopping right there. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for a rhyme, and then I was like, "No, no, you can't say that one on air." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No. Um, Shall we move ooh, on? Actually, that did that did remind. Right, there is the, the, this is a segue, but it's a very it's a very cool one in a way. Did you you must have known you must have known you might have known that there was a McLaren uh, in British GT that was sponsored by OnlyFans. I do remember that. Yes. Yes. I don't think that team's running this year. However, I did notice that there is a McLaren been entered. Actually, there's two cars I need to talk about. The first one is very important. British GT, and we... Uh, this show have quite an affinity with British GT, so it's fine. Um, Al Buncombe and RJN are back in they British are. GT. That's amazing. Running, running a McLaren in what was their, their old cyan and white colours, which I think is awesome. That's a proper throwback, isn't it? It's brilliant. They're sponsored by Weller. Weller? Weller, you know, the hair products. It's not a hair product, yeah. I was going to say, it's not like... At least it's not they'll like... have some clean laps. Oh, jeez. I wanted to say something about because they're, they're worth it, but it's not L'Oreal, so I can't do that. <laughs> and what's the motorsport link there? Uh, I don't know. Who? Really, you don't actually... You might have been a bit young. Because in the early noughties, late nineties, early noughties, there were L'Oreal adverts going out in the United Kingdom with Michael Schumacher in them. Really? I've only seen him in Shell yes. adverts. Yes, and his voice was dubbed <laughs> badly. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's actually quite funny. Yeah, I'm um... sure it's on I'm sure you'll be able to find it on on the the, uh, on the, the iTubes or whatever it's called, not not the other one. Don't go on the other one. <laughs> don't don't go there. Um, yeah. So there you go, some motorsport link there, and also really cool to see. Well, I don't know. It's kind of I I, I don't think this year's BTCC is going to be very good. I haven't been hyped as I was this time last year about all the teams and cars and various things. Um, and then I only watched like two races in the whole year. And I was like, all right. I, so even, I don't think I'm even going to do that to be honest. Yeah. Um, but also, so, uh, Collard Jr. is not in 
BTCC this year. He's in British GT. Yes, with yes, his dad. Yes, in the with same a Barwell car, Lamborghini, which is very cool. I think that's brilliant. I'm really, I'm behind that wholeheartedly. Does that mean that they can, uh, they can like fool the stewards with like track limits and things like that? It's like, oh, it's the other guy. Because it would just say Colin and Colin. It was my dad. <laughs> he told me to. Don't tell him your name, Pike. I'm trying to think. The only other father son. I don't think were they in the same team. I can the think of f- one. I bet it's not the same one that I'm thinking of. Uh, Mansell, Mansell, and Mansell. Janetta Zytek in a beach team. Janetta Zytek, and I think it was oh. 2011 or 10. And I remember it crashing on the entry to the Porsche curves. Binned it. And that's not the same. And that's not the same one that I was thinking of because I was thinking of the the actual Janetta one that Mansell did, and he binned it on the Molsan straight. Probably might be the same. Very very early on, I think. Yeah, yeah, might be the same one then. No, I was thinking of Andrew Jordan and his oh, and and his dad. Yeah, that was a Porsche, wasn't it? I remember correctly. No. Well, I was thinking of when they were both racing in uh, Integras. Um, in the BTCC, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they yeah. did do a um a, a British GT entry as well. I remember, I remember. Rob having... Ladbrook, please tell us. Yeah, I remember. See, I remember having a Scalectric model of a John Guest liveried Porsche. That rem- I re- distinctively remember that in my dad's collection many years ago. I think. Or was I thinking of something else? I, I could I, be wrong. Someone else. Someone I, correct me on this. Some. No, I, I, I wholeheartedly concur with your um summation yes I'm sure there are others as well but in British GT and British Motorsport I don't think there's too many I know some brothers but not father sons not in the same car at pretty much the same time so that's quite cool um all the same team so sim racing Oh, actually, no. Before we do that, oh, for God's sake. You've got Van, Th- Van Thor and Van Thor as well in Porsche and then yeah, Audi racing against yeah, each other. Yeah, but they're brothers. That's bro- brothers, brothers, isn't it? Yeah, true. Dries and Laurent, although only one of them's ended up upside down. And won the race. Yeah. <laughs> Due to the I still, I still maintain. I still oh. maintain he's, he's the only person to have done that. I, I want to... I would like a, a quality statistician I'm, to come back to I'm this. I'm barely someone in NASCAR point. has won a race upside down. NASCAR's not really motorsport, though, is it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, we're on, if, if we're honest. I'm not 50% of Simcast says it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to know something really depressing? Well, uh, actually, really quite bad. It's probably got something to do with Le Mans. This is a, this is a, this is a hashtag BTS comment, um, dear listener. Well, you know how no, you know how normally I, I stop, I, I start the stopwatch, stop the start watch. Yes. Murray, Murray's, yeah, I haven't done that. 
Oh, that's a bad thing. So, so good luck, listeners. We could be finishing any time between fifteen minutes and three and a half hours, depending on how <laughs> long. <laughs> I honestly didn't look when we started, and I normally do. I so. I have, so we're okay. It's all fine. It's, it's the SimCast actually, episode. And actually, um, next week's Americana uh, show. I keep playing the Offspring song in my head when I say that. Um, <laughs> will be a bonus show. There'll be 75 minutes rather than the Ooh. usual 60. Ooh. I hope they have guests. <laughs> Why do they get a bonus content? I don't know. I I I don't know the suit the suits asked for it so I I I feel I feel I I feel that's that... that's favoritism on on that side and I don't particularly enjoy well, that well, considering well, we we we're, we're, we're leading the guest race and the guest they've got race. 70, 75 minutes worth of potential guests technically when Ben interviewed um the uh, the, uh, the BS plus competition that the NASCAR guys in our show, in our show the other week, technically that counts as two guests. Exactly, it does. Uh, my and, and uh, actually, and a, and a half, and a half guests because Ben was on it. Exactly, and he's been on twice, so that counts. You double yeah, it. It does. So, yeah. So our guest count for this year is on four. We're on at least yes. Oh, you actually count. I was going to say, but at least twelve thousand guests. <laughs> We can't be that far ahead. We've got to give them a chance. Oh, I know. We'll have to slow down. But the problem is, when you have such quality, mate, it's just what happens. It's just quality. It's just endless quality it's banter. It is. It really is. Um, should we do... I think what we need to do, actually, is give the give the listeners what they want. Give them a little bit of sim racing news. And then you can tell me your amazing news. All right. Okay, should we do that? Yeah, yeah. Everyone is going to be on. You're going to be. You need to be on the edge of your seat for this because it is. I, I usually am. It's the only way that the seat will maintain my my weight. Um, <laughs> it's not. It, it kind of is. Um, <laughs> might even not be the seat now. Might be the whole floor. Um, Le Mans Ultimate. Ultimate Le Mans. Ultimate Le Mans. Um. So, late last week, they announced that it was still going to be coming out on the 20th of February. Um, Okay, cool. But it's coming out in an early access state. Now, so what that basically means is you'll have the 12 car models that uh, participated in the season in 2023. It's always going to launch with the 2023 cars and then eventually move to an up, uh, move to updates to incorporate the 2024 uh, extra hypercars um, plus the new GT3. Are they just calling them GT3? They are LMGT3, yeah. LMGT3 cars that are obviously replacing GTE. And um, I think also there's a couple of tracks that I think we haven't seen yet as well. So 
Uh, so uh, that'll probably, I imagine that'll happen what, as well. What tracks haven't we seen? Because there's Sebring, Portimao, Bar, Monza, Fuji, Bahrain, and of course Le Mans. Isn't that the whole of last year? No. Um, there's seven tracks I've named. I think if I remember, if I read it right. Is it bad that I really I I care so little about this game as I can't remember what we have actually seen? I don't remember seeing Fuji yet. No, we haven't. I don't think, or we might have seen Ass still from it, but I don't think we've seen. Uh, everything's uh everything substantial as yet. Uh oh god, I've just seen a sentence that uses the phrase. All vehicles have been rebuilt from the ground up. Yes. I'll drink to that. I will, but it's only, it's only tea. Hang on, swig. <laughs> Shot some tea. Uh, <laughs> that is a thing. How, so how British? <laughs> how very British. I so say, with um, with mm. this then, mm. and it's an open early access, which to yes. me sounds like it's an open beta for them to use the players as a test bed to realise that there isn't actually been that much work done. Well, this is the thing. So I'm in, so I'm in two minds about it because on one hand, I'm sort of thinking, well, at least it's coming out. Yeah. On the second hand, now remember I'm General Grievous, so I have four hands. Um, on the second hand, um, it's good because let's face it, what game actually does release in a complete state these days. So having it come out um, and then have perpetual improvements is broadly a good thing, I suppose. Just not necessarily yeah. if you're a really early, early. Um, adopter of the title what I will say on the third hand because again as I said Grievous has four hands um, I can't help but think that they've sort of looked over at the likes of iRacing and Assetto Corsa well maybe not so much Assetto Corsa AMS 2 and and of course the very own R Factor 2 and gone these games were released technically in beta and they have just been incrementally improved over the years iRacing is only just getting rain for heaven's sake it you know hey. how bad can it possibly be however iRacing uh, has a humongous fan base and makes an awful lot of money yeah true and develops true. and has contemporary cars and develops them month to month Rue, yeah Mm. So there's that, and on the fourth and final hand, because again, Grievous four hands, as previously mentioned. Um, I sort of feel that this is a cheeky way of not losing yet another license, because the core reason that was given, if I remember correctly, for the BTCC and iRacing license losses was fundamentally a lack of bringing the full game that was promised within a reasonable time frame or any indication that the game was coming out. 
Yeah, I mean, they've got to get this out anyway because they are heavily... I mean, what's interesting is that this... One of these articles, uh, going on by what you're saying, is it goes, um, the early access form uh, will form on the Tuesday, 20th of February. Renowned simulation developer, Studio 397. And you think, yeah, okay, so. fine, fine, mm-hmm. that's good. That, you know. And then you scroll down to the bottom of the page, it's got Studio 397 and then Motorsport Games. <laughs> Still yeah, there. Cause got, yeah, because they've got to put their meddling name on everything, apparently. I thought they got rid of it for this. Or is this the last thing they've got? Mm, yeah. So the fact that their name is down the bottom, are they not doing much of this? Because they've got to do something for this game. This is, this and is get it out. La- this, is, this is MSG's Last Chance Saloon. Alrighty, okay. I thought they would not even had anything in Studio Nine Three Nine Seven took over this, and that was the end of it. No, no, it's always been Studio Three Nine Seven, but Studio Three Nine Seven is owned by MSG. So. I see. I remember now. Yes, I get really like lost in the whole MSG uh, saga, um, but they do work. have to get this game out and actually get it rolling and get things patched and ready to go because they are sponsored by Le Mans Virtual. So that being an obviously being its driving premier marketing thing is that they'll probably be doing the Le Mans 24-hour virtual shindig that's going to have massive server crashes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so, so cars that haven't been seen yet, right? Corvette GTE, the Cadillac uh, V-Series R, or the Glick. Um, tracks that haven't been seen, Fuji or or Sebring. Um, but do you know what the do you know what the most depressing thing about this game is already? Uh, what? No mention. Not a single solitary thing has been mentioned about adding garage fifty the garage fifty six um, NASCAR. You know. That fan favourite that everybody basically tuned in for Le Mans for that well not just the only thing, but one of the main reasons that everybody continued to watch Le Mans for last year was to watch yeah. and hear and see that car. Yeah, I'd agree that they uh they they should they should have that in there as well. Um, yeah. I I'm one thing I'd be interested in, I know they've got the twenty twenty three season. Um, however, I'd be interested in them having more than just one LMP2 car because there is more than one LMP2 car balanced. It's not there, proper balanced. There is, there is just not competing. Now, I would argue that the only way you're going to see that is if a team takes happen. one. But no, well, if no, no, no. But it, what, what I was going to say was it isn't going to happen because the license simply won't get extended beyond it would be to if they included something like the European Le Mans series or Asian Le Mans series um, where other uh, LMP2s compete or can compete and do compete the clue in the name of Le Mans Ultimate to me is I'm going to have the World Endurance I'm going to have IMSA because they're hand in hand now yeah Um, and I'm also going to have European Le Mans series 
Asian Le Mans series. And also, I'm going to have Road to Le Mans as well. Yeah, because that to me, and, that to me yeah. is ultimate. It's my ultimate package of why I'm playing this game. It's because what? then I can do my journey to Le Mans. I mean, what, what should have happened, um, realistically, was this game launched last year. There was a Centenary Special Edition, and that came with, like, like a DLC pack that had virtually, no pun intended, like every race, every Le Mans winner from 1923 to now. I mean, I'm sure sure they, they... Yeah, I'm sure it's on R-Factor 2 anyway. Probably. (laughs) So I'm sure there's a mod on there that they could have... Yeah, I'm sure there's some that they could have pulled from someone to yeah. do this um it is most yeah. games after all they can do what they like clearly um so but yeah, yeah i'm, a, as a, I'm, a, as a, I'm yeah. a bit disappointed i i'm a little bit on the cars list front the fact that i know it's the the premier flagship is is world endurance however the the sport spectator basis that is now looking at sim racing and that is now going to these races mm. You you want to see all of it, and I know it's in open form, so they can add more and have a DLC pack of IMSA or something like that. But in a sense, that's basically making a brand new game because of how many tracks they have in this, how many different cars, not including liveries, just different cars. There isn't actually that many, mm. really, for for a game. If you think of like uh, a Seto Corsa Competizione that has how many different cars for all the different classes within a game for roughly about £29, which is what this is up for. At the minute, of course. At the minute. And also the tracks as well, how much that has. I know that game's been out for a few years now, but Mm. if you add, say, an IMSA championship DLC to that, that's basically doubling the game. So then does that mean then that pack is then going to be £29 again? If you see where I'm going with this, yeah, I mean, I mean they, invert, they they I think what the way they get around that is they release it in like stage one, stage two, stage three, so you don't feel like you're spending that, but in actuality, yes, you are. I uh, just, yeah, I think if you, if, bit... you, if you if you paid for all of the BTCC content for R Factor Two, you probably actually bought a whole new game, effectively. Yeah, um, I do like. That at at, um, at launch they are going to have ranked multiplayer included, um, which is That's kind cool. of cool. I mean, how much support it's necessarily going to sort of have uh, from the get from like day one is unsure. Um, there's no VR in it at the moment. There's no co-op mode at the moment, um, which is a bit disappointing. But yeah. Um, and as we sort of mentioned, if you pick it up as early access, you will be paying 25 quid, 30 euros or 32, $33. Um, and that is the lowest price until it goes into the, the Steam bargain basement. That is the lowest plot, lowest price that you will pay. Uh, and then as more content comes out, obviously the price will go up accordingly. Um, 
and they sort of sell it by you know sort of saying that uh, you know uh, early adopters will enjoy playing the game early with access to features and content whilst also helping input into the future roadmap of the product with new features and updates being delivered to players when they are ready as part of the initial price. Uh, that's, a very po- that's a very posh way of saying you're a guinea pig. You're, you're a guinea pig and you've spent your hard-earned on it. You're You're a guinea pig and you've got the game that might actually not be ever a game it might just die of death in six months time it's just gonna but be at least very, we've got some gonna... money back i still think the best thing they could have done was just made it very good dlc for um for um r factor yeah yeah i i wholeheartedly agree because they wouldn't have needed to do a lot with it it'd just be yeah i agree <clears throat> Uh, anyway, can we move mm. on? Um, yeah, you're, so you had news. Yes. So, my amazing news, and it's going to blow your mind, Matt. Uh, do, I need, do I need to take a sip of tea for this? You do. I do. Wet my whistle two times. So, I did some sim racing last Friday. Well, I'm glad I sat down for that. <laughs> so, me and a few friends um got together we had a few drinks we booted up the tv and they were like shall we do some racing games and i was like i'm down for that i've had a few i've had a few bevies pour myself a drink i turn around the sim game's on what is it mario kart smashed it doing so well (laughs) you think so none other have I been doing some sim racing? I've been playing. I've done the Rainbow Road Championship. So, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna put this out there and say that is sim racing in the same way that F that any of the EA F1 games is sim racing. I I thought you'd be quite proud of me that I've done. I am. Sim racing. I am. I am indeed. That is very good. Um, it's sim racing in the way that Forza and Gran Turismo are sim racing. Yeah. See, there we are. That's right. I went there. Um. <laughs> Well done, you. That's your <laughs> en- that's, that is your gate. That is your gateway drug to sim racing proper again. Well done, you. Exactly. I knew you'd be so proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> You're fighting back the disappointment. <laughs> it's a start. Everyone has to start somewhere. Um. Anyway, mentioned EA then. EA Sports WRC, a game I'm actually thoroughly enjoying. I'm really enjoying. Um, they've just released another update, which is probably the reason why I can't play it at the moment because it's probably still downloading. Uh, well, that I'm doing this. Um, another load of um, uh, performance updates are coming through to sort of fix some of the stuttering issues that um, people are having. They're largely caused apparently by Unreal Engine's pre-shader compilation intricacies, is how it's been described. Um, that's a lot so of hopefully that's it is to basically say it stutters a bit, and to be honest, I've noticed it a touch. But normally, when I'm in a very heavily wooded area, I'm kind of thinking it's literally because I'm driving at breakneck speed through a forest. It's trying to render all these trees, and I have everything on high because I can. Um, mm. Whether my computer likes that or not, I I neither care nor wish to understand. Um. Yes, so it's going to fix a few other glitches in it as well. Um, 
which is fine. But more more interestingly, so season three of esports WRC is on its way. Um, that comes with thirty new rally pass items, so uh, livery stuff and equipment and bloody bloody blah. Sixty seven new moments. Didn't think they didn't think Cadbury's made those anymore. No, I didn't think they did. Either. No. That is honestly the first thing that also came to my mind as well. I was like, hmm. wow, you're almost as old as me. Um, <laughs> and the aforementioned many bugs and fix, bug fixes and improvements. The moments are actually quite cool because it, it's a bit like, you know, they, they drop you into a, a scenario. And I haven't really done a huge amount with that at the moment because I'm thoroughly enjoying the career at the, as, as we go. Um, but yeah, it's such a good game. I'm really, really, really enjoying it. More so when I finally get to grips with the the fact that you can't, you don't actually have to go over it a million miles an hour. And, and on the Rally Monte Carlo, when you go from oh it's quite dry to holy heck it's really it's really icy and I'm skating around and I'm going broadside even though I'm at five miles an hour. Yeah, that must be quite a challenge. It. Really is. I thought it was me being a rubbish driver, but then I watched Jimmy Broadbent doing the exact same thing. I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's really cool. I, I yeah, I hope if you haven't already got it, people do give it a go because the WRC is just so good. Um, oh, something else. WRC. Do, do you get the uh, the super special stages on? Uh, no. Rally? Carlo. No, which is annoying. So you I do don't get like all the fireworks and everything that happened this year. And oh, oh, sorry. I thought you meant like the, I thought you meant like when they did the when they used to do like the two by uh, the the car by car thing in like a little arena. Oh, sort of I stage. remember that. Yeah, I remember that. that I went awesome. to the one in Cardiff. It was awesome. Um, yeah, they don't do those anymore, which is fine. Um, I haven't done a rally. I haven't. Let's put it this way: the the immense volume of fireworks and stuff like that, I have not yet seen on stage. I have seen fireworks, but not that many. Um, hmm. but yeah, that's yeah. Um, sticking with that, uh, I, this might be this is slightly old news, but it's still fairly recent. Um, recent-ish. So one of the things that they were doing. Uh, if you wanted to, so WRC has a thing called Rally TV, um, which is basically they show all the live, all the live stages. Um, it's not massively cheap. Uh, a year of it is a hundred. As near as makes no difference, one hundred and twenty euros. Um, or Ooh. a month, it's uh, third. Like uh, as near as makes no difference, thirteen euros a month. Um, Ooh. I know, I know. Which, if it had a huge, like, historic rally and catalogue as well, would we'll probably make it value for money. But I don't know that it does. Like the NFL one is actually really good because there is like thousands and thousands of hours and games and documentaries and all sorts of things that you can watch. But I don't think that's the case with this one. Yeah. So you can watch. But anyway, like, it would be good if you could watch like rally i don't know whatever from like 2002 or something yeah or british rally championship or something like that would be brilliant absolutely brilliant that is one thing that i was tempted to go to this year that'd be awesome um, yeah, do it do it mate uh and go all the way down to like uh pembrokeshire and watch watch it yeah 
um, and watch some Mark II escorts going sideways. That's always good. That's always good for the soul. 100%. But yeah, anyway. Hmm. Um, but the, the, basically, the first 3,000 people to compete, to complete, first go first, a stage within EA Sports WRC's official WRC club event. So basically, they they were running like official uh, events for like Rally Monte Carlo. It's just happened, and they'll probably carry on doing it throughout the season. Um, the first three thousand people will receive a three month pass to Rally TV, which is actually really cool. That's well, that's thirty four pounds worth, thirty five pounds worth of. Euros worth of. So what that would have meant, um, what that would mean is if you if you redeemed it now, you'd be able to watch Rally Sweden, the Safari, and Croatia. Yeah, they're mm. good rallies as well. Yeah. Rally yeah. Sweden so oh, actually, Rally Monte Carlo's uh, Rally Monte Carlo's been done, so I think they're doing it with Sweden at the moment. Ooh, I'm quite quick in Sweden. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll be a bit late now. So there's bound to have been 3,000 people that have done it. Oh, that's annoying. I mean, that, I'm astounded mm. you actually admitted to yourself that you're quite quick on a track somewhere or in a stage or anything. You're like, I'm quite quick. Eh? <laughs> no, just, I, I've, always been, I've always enjoyed my rallying, rallying games. Yeah. That's one uh, sort of esports. Thing that I've never really heard of anyone doing, like an actual it, like so thing. It, it, I mean, it is a thing, but I think because because rallying is quite niche in itself, I don't think it quite gets the exposure that other esports um, outputs get. If that makes sense, yeah. Um, which is fine. I think in a way, it probably benefits it in a way because it's it's not it doesn't feel it has to be something that it's not. I mean, I do. I just think that imagine uh, you doing like a like a lobby of like twenty of you or something like that, and then you all like ready up and go, and then you do the stage at the same time, and then you actually don't know where you're going to end up until everyone's finished, mm. and then you're like, oh god, that'd be kind of cool. And you do like I don't know five or six stages in a night, and then at the end of it, that's your rally done. You know what I mean? I think yeah, I have to admit, one of the things that I one of the things that I wish they did have in it, like it tells you if you're if you're like your sector is like green or red, and you can, for the most part, unless you're leading, you can see where the rat where the, the the rally leader is on the stage, in terms of the you know the little green or red line that goes at the left hand side, um. But you don't get like. Your split, like even on the stage in real life, you get you you can sort of see how they're doing in comparison to the stage leader. Yeah. So like as they're coming up to the split, it will start counting. You'll see like Oshie, and it will start counting down, counting down, counting down. Like uh, in the in in the minuses, and then go positive if they then obviously are slower than him. In each bit, and it does that at each split, and you kind of think, well, it'd be quite cool if it did that in the game as well, because at least then. At least that you'd know, because you don't often know. You know, like, oh, well, I'm doing really well because my sectors are green or they're grey because I'm leading, and it doesn't really sort of tell me here or there. Um, so it'd be quite nice to know: am I still kicking the ass of the person in second or third, or you know, can I afford to slow down a little bit? Yeah, taking some of the sights. 
thing is it's not quite as important because you don't i don't really think as far as i can tell it, it, your position on the road doesn't really matter it's not quite so integral as it used as like it is in real rallying so you know like gravel stages you don't want to go really early when it's like super slippery but you don't want to go mega late when it's like really cut up you want to kind of go in the middle yeah, when, you want to like, go in a nice little groove well when the first few cars have gone through and sort of swept it for you a bit yeah yeah but yeah it's interesting but stuff like that will just add a little extra bit of tactics into it i think which is probably the one thing that's kind of missing maybe in my opinion no. Hmm. Um, um. Yeah. No, but I thought that was quite cool. Right. Um. You found me something that was about Forza, and I wish you hadn't done so. Uh yes. Um, Forza is. Um. They've got rid of. I think I. I haven't played it, but I thought this was interesting. Is that they? You had to go through progressive levels to unlock stuff on your cars or something like that, which is really annoying if you're trying to build to a certain level of sim yeah. racing. Uh, so if you're going like trying to do sim, sort of some organized play and they say, right, you can only have this, this and this and this in the roll cage and you don't have the roll cage, you can't join because you're not level eight or whatever in your Citroen Saxo or Vauxhall Corsa or something like that outside Mackey's. Um <laughs> But yeah, so they've got rid of that. Now you can have everything from level one. As it should be. Hooray! Like, you know, literally, you can build your car from the ground up from level one. Oh, God, you said it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, who knew? Um, They've done loads of other, like, fixes as well. So they are plugging holes in this really, really holy game, (laughs) as it were. yeah, you're getting so them all, just... in, mate. I, mean, I don't felt you. You're getting them all in. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, um... I guess they, yeah. So they've they've made it possible so you can use in-game credits to acquire car points, so that you can start installing upgrades to your car if you've got sufficient credits, or if you'd rather save your credits, you can still earn car points through car leveling as before. So it kind of it changes the economy within the game back to I think what people were more used to in previous situations where it it wasn't broken Uh, I don't know I think they've just realised that what they were doing was wrong there's no other way of describing it it's wrong I I, I mean I I don't want to have been in that meeting room but to have been in that meeting room and someone actually suggested that and the rest of them nodded their heads sagely and went yes Let's ruin our game and alienate our fan base with this rubbish. Exactly. And then in the meeting room, when they decided to put it to level one, they're going to go, I've got a great idea. And there's some guy at the end of the table going, I'm sure we did that on a previous game. And he got thrown out of a window. And he got thrown out of a window, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's probably the same. It's, it was probably the same guy who suggested that Daytona have the actual pit exit and not this fabricated rubbish one that they seem to keep peddling. Ah, that just annoys me as well. And I don't know. And I know they brought it up in the last show, but kudos to John for calling that out because that was just death's kiss. Um, <laughs> and um, very true. It is, and the the problem is, it's like how 
long have they had to fix that? <laughs> long they enough. Could have, they could have, yeah, they could have done that. That's all they need to do. I'm actually, I'm actually, like, I'm guessing there'd be some reprogramming of AI potentially, but I'm actually really surprised that they're not do doing it. How hard is it to just remove a tire barrier from a game? Well, they seem to add them. I remember them adding tire barriers into places where people were corner cutting, like the the one that the whole of the Ford chicane. Exactly. I remember them adding one at, um, where was it? Uh, on the Nürburgring, I think it was the final chicane. They, like oh. People were cutting it a little bit too much, but not enough to get a dirty lap. And then you look at like real replays, and you think, well, that's legal. This is fine. Yeah. And then they put a tyre wall right on the apex of where you were. And everyone's having to literally dice with death. Yes, um, it made it not, a lot not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what other one was I remembering on? Forza 4, if you remember, um, I think it was Sunset Peninsula, that like NASCAR track, but with the infield. I love that circuit. Yeah, the two chicanes, you were, you, there was, it was very easy to die. Um, I've got... Oh, there's a video that um, my friend Mark had in my Haribo Porsche where I was following him, actually, and I remember him like clipping that and then just rolling the car. Um, that was fun. Anyway. But yeah, so they, they, they can take things away and add things in games pretty quickly so they, mm. they just need to sort themselves out and just have a look at themselves in a mirror and just rethink their life choices to be honest in Forza. I am also rather hoping that therefore, because I know they're releasing the Nürburgring launch life is slightly earlier than they intended, that they originally planned, so I am rather hoping that it's not completely ugh. as we sort of said in our previous show, the chances are it's going to be coming out very very close to when the ACC version is going to be coming out. With that in mind, I am very hopeful that they have actually done a decent job and they haven't just put a load of extra fluff in it and hope that people do not notice. The the photos that I've seen of the night shots of that, though, are... It's very, very quiet at the night life for, for a card going around at night. Must have been done during COVID. That's what I mean. It's just like... Yeah. There's no bonfires, there's no fireworks, and there's no crazy spectators doing all manners of things in the trees. It's probably a wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man, because there's always a wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man in a Forza game. <laughs> Are you giggling because I managed to say wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man without messing it up? I mean, I am, and I'm also I know exactly what you mean because in every single yeah. Forza game, there's about four. Well, it's a bit like it's a bit like the fast food outlet that which always looks like a bag of chips. Oh, that's because it, always... it, it was a churros van, wasn't it? Or whatever. Was it? I thought it was a bag of chips. Is that or a churros one? I don't know. Um, but yeah. But they were always there. I just think I have never seen one of those at a circuit that I've been to ever. Not never. Um, I mean, whoever they mod- modelled it off of, like, they've got such a monopoly at Forza racing tracks. They've got like, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um,. DTM. I do love a bit of DTM. Yeah. I was just waiting for the pause. I was thinking, DTM, DTM. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the thing. Did you it's know just, that it has an eSports? It's GT3 series. I know. It just is another GT3 series. Did you? Did you? Yes. 
Um, did some might argue that the previous iteration was in fact just a super was it just in fact a super GT five hundred series? True. <laughs> Seems they shared DNA. Um, did you know that GTM has an esports series? I did, and it's done on. Um, I can't remember where it's done on, but race room. It's, it's race room, isn't it? Yes, yes. that's it. Yes, mm. uh, and they've just had two shootouts uh, to determine the basically the field that's now going to race in the DTM uh, esports pro championship. Um. 32 car entry for that now uh, for the uh, 2024 season on uh, Race Room a much underrated game that I do continue to push on this show because I personally believe it to be really 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 cool Um, and they will be going up they will be going to try and win 50,000 euros that's a lot of money for playing a game it's not bad is it that's not bad. That's a fair old deposit on your mortgage. It it really is, yeah. So um, so yeah. Uh, the, the series itself doesn't actually begin until March. So there's plenty of time now before this before it actually gets underway. But yeah, thirty two, uh, thirty two uh, driver uh, undertaking for that, which is I think pretty strong. Um, which is pretty good considering you think obviously F one esports is. Well, and ESLR one actually, neither of those things have kind of have sort of faded to a dim memory, seemingly, in recent times. So goodness knows. So hopefully this actually does well. But it just sort sort of shows, doesn't it? I think as we were sort of just said about the WRC one, I sometimes think that flying under the radar can actually be beneficial. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, like I, the videos I've seen of this that like float by on my Instagram. And such like, um, it's really competitive this esports league because they've done it for a few. Yeah. They've done it since I think it started during COVID or around that time, um, as far as I remember. This DTM league, it's not the first year this has happened. I'm sure. Um, um, but it, what's actually quite cool is actually if you think that your opportunity to participate in it, should you wish to uh, participate in the DTM esports pro sit. Hang on. DTM Esports Pro Championship, got the right way around, um, was dead and gone. It is, in fact, not because they are doing a wildcard entry, um, which is still, which is uh, open from now, basically the 2nd of Feb, so a few days ago, uh, to the 4th of March. Um, and that is take that takes place on the Saxon Ring. Oh, that's going to be easy. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's going to be Wow. Easy. That's going to be a few, only a few corners, isn't it? Yeah, right. So, yeah, <laughs> awesome, absolutely. Yeah. It's really cool, though. I think it's awesome. See, the esport people think it's it's sort of like all gloomy and dodgy and, and not great when you see like, uh, as we said, uh, ESLR one and F and F one esports, and I mean potentially Le Mans, the uh, Le Mans esports series as well, if uh, Le Mans Ultimate doesn't take off. Um, but actually, some of these, some of these other ones flying just, you know, just under radar, are, are doing really well. Um, that's something I think we can all be, we can all sort of feel a bit positive about. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And on that bombshell, I think we probably have to end because because God knows whether we're on time or not this evening. Um, it's it's cutting it close, I think. I probably, I'm, I'm sort of keeping one eye on the clock like a bit of an iguana, and I I think we're kind of doing all right. Um, so with that with that uh, temporal uh, issue in hand, uh, it's time to say goodbye. Steve Wilkinson has been Steve Wilkinson. Um, with his excellent news and is finally back, back into sim racing. God, huzzah! I'm, I've been Matt Hunter. We will see you in a couple of weeks' time. Don't forget bonus bumper episode from Team USA next week. Seventy-five minutes of them. Enjoy. We will see you in a couple of weeks' time. Bye for now. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, subscribe to The Simcast wherever you get your podcasts.